Welcome to episode number 125 of the Disney Hipster Podcast, the show critiquing the aesthetic choices of the Disney company. My name is Adam, and I write for the Disney Hipster blog. With me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew. Hello there. And this week's extra special co-host, Megan McCoy. Hi. On today's show, we're going to be talking about taking first-timers to Disney World. Before we get into today's main topic, we would love if you would follow us on Twitter at Disney Hipsters if you already do not, or on... If you already do not. Yes. Or leave us a comment, Um, and you could also follow the wonderful Megan at GoTeamMegan on Twitter. Right? GoTeamMegan, not Teen Megan. Yes. (laughs) I have not been Teen Megan for many years. (laughs) Oh, man. You should start a GoTeamMegan account. (laughs) Well, you were... Were you, uh, you just sexed all day long? Or pictures of me in marching band. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. It's a thing not likely to happen, but we like to discuss it anyway. A hypothetical Disney-related extravaganza the draw of the day. If you could combine two or more counter-service slash snack cart items... To create new things like a mac and cheese hot dog, what would you do? Well, should we preface? I want to. Pre- I like prefacing things. Preface. I like to preface away. Um, for the people who don't know, Disney kind of does this a lot. Yes. Okay. So the mac and cheese hot dog is the big one, but then it'll also be like BLT hot dog. It'll be BLT mac and cheese. BLT mac and cheese hot dog. Like they just get, yes. pizza. They seriously, they do. They do shit like this all the time. Hamburger hot. French fries. No, they have pot roast mac and cheese. Yeah, there you go. they love combining things. They do. So do I, though. I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, it's fun theoretically if it works. If it works good. Okay, so I uh, I have an idea. Can I go first? Yeah. So I the idea of the carts kind of jumped out at me. Uh huh. Okay. Um, and then I decided to combine three different things. I want popcorn, churro, fudge. Oh. Okay. That's what I want in my life. I think popcorn churro fudge sounds amazing. So you want a fudge with churro and popcorn yes, in it? Yes, exactly. The and it could even cinnamon, man. That's a good idea. Doesn't that sound good? Like oh. the salty popcorn, some sugar cinnamon mixed into fudge, I think just sounds kind of terrific. So you wouldn't put actual churro no, pieces in it? Maybe not. Maybe not the churro pieces so much. Or maybe it would have a churro base. You should put cinnamon toast crunch in it. Maybe it would have a churro <laughs> base. Okay, but actual pieces of popcorn in it. It'd be fun to make a churro Salty, crust. salty popcorn. You crush up some stale-ass leftover churros and mix it with a shit ton of butter and smush it into a pan and then pour bra- fudge on top I'm of it. I'm making this this holiday season. Yes. That would be super gooey, really good for Christmas time. Wouldn't it be, though? And fudge I'm, is so easy to make. I love making fudge. Keith could pack it all night long. Keith loves <laughs> fudge. It's pumpkin fudge season, FYI. Ugh, it's pumpkin everything season. I'm not into that idea. No, pumpkin spice is the grossest. Megan, do you have an idea for this theoretical question? I do. I thought uh, I would combine the um, the cream cheese pretzel and the Mickey bar. Ooh, mm. how so? 
Um, I would just mush them together. Oh, but, okay. <laughs> uh, the would be, like it would be a Mickey bar that would have like the cream cheese pretzel. Bear with me. Uh -huh. um, I realize it sounds absolutely totally disgusting, but that will not prevent anybody from buying it. No. Well, now, would you take make like a tiny little cream cheese pretzel and then stick it inside of a Mickey bar? I was thinking of uh, of like having like pieces of cream cheese pretzel inside a Mickey bar. Oh, okay. So you would still have that because salt and chocolate go really, really well together. Yeah, yeah. And I that cream that. cheese and that pretzel is sweet anyway, so it would just be like a richer consistency. Oh, I think it sounds good, and it's still Mickey shaped, of course. Um, obviously. Okay, I was gonna say it needs to be. Mm. It would need to be Mickey shaped. People are gonna people are gonna buy it if it's Mickey shaped, no matter what it looks like. So it would be a cash cow for them, regardless. They yes. would charge three dollars more than they would for a Mickey bar. Absolutely, so like what twenty five dollars? That would be a cult food. Sweet oh, yeah. cream people cheese pretzel Mickey bar. You'd have you there be one place where you can get it, yeah. and it would be like hidden in the way that only like seven people don't know where it is. Mm -hmm. uh, that mm -hmm. would be so good. Ooh, Adam, go it, go with yours because I have another one. Okay, Do, can we I could just you? keep going as many as we can think of. Okay, so mine is a Disney French fry sundae. What? So you take you take uh, Disney French fries, uh, like sorry, plain, open this seltzer. plain regular Disney French fries, really salty, and then put chocolate soft serve on top of them, like Wendy's. Yes. No, I was just gonna say it's like dipping your fries into a frosting. Exactly. I love and I then you can frosties. get anything you want on top of it otherwise. So you can just get, like, whatever sundae. Maybe it would come with, like, cinnamon sugar or something on it would make a lot of sense. Uh-huh, mm -hmm. uh-huh. But the main idea would be the french fries plus the... You could go a little further with those french fries, too. Chocolate. I was actually, um, this isn't my second one to, you know, not that we all have to have two or anything, but you could also go the route of chili cheese fries and get the... Chili from light from a uh, Columbia Harbor House uh. on top of French fries with nacho cheese. That sounds banging because mm -hmm. they make good chili there. Chili or, with nacho cheese, I would eat with a not with a cracker as much as my hands. You know Maybe what? with just using the French fry as a vessel. Even. They need to being that they're so close anyway. Columbia Harbor House needs to go That's, outside, yes. grab a couple of baked potatoes, oh yeah, and serve a baked potato chili with veggie chili. Yeah, you know what? There's no reason why we don't do that, and I am doing that. I'm doing that done. this week. Done and done. Um, no, we'll do that this week in Disney World. Literally. So, um, I had another one as a runner-up, if you will. In the vein of my idol, Paula Dean, okay. I would like to take two school breads, mm -hmm. okay, and in the middle, I want to put a veggie patty, a veggie patty with like a hamburger, and I would use those as the buns, the school breads. Ugh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Doesn't that sound fun? No, it sounds disgusting. I, I can't even fathom those tastes together. No. And it would have like <laughs> lots of mayonnaise and ketchup. And and lettuce and tomato. And I can see a donut on a, and a burger. No school bread. No, and that is the a grossest. burger. I'm making a school bread burger. You'll bite into that, and both mayonnaise and oh, like school God. bread cream will just squirt right out of it. Oh, that's so vile. Oh, you know, it would be delicious. What? This is a great idea. You make um, a funnel cake base, and you make it cardamom and me, mm -hmm. and then you just you like pipe it out into the oil, so you make like. Um, funnel cake fries. Okay. I'm thinking and then funnel you, cake churro. Right? Ooh, yeah, like oh. that. And then you serve it with a side of pastry cream and coconut and stuff on top of it. Oh, a deconstructed school bread. School bread. Correct. That's next level shit. That Adam. would be fucking delicious. 
That's it's a little a, fancy. That's like something they would serve at the California Grill. Uh huh. You know, they should serve it as at Arkershus. That would be delicious. I can't get behind that. Yeah, Megan, do you have any more? I don't, but if I come up with one later, I may interrupt. And can we? Can we just randomly throughout the episode just come up with new ideas? Just sit here, <laughs> sit here for three hours talking about food combinations. I, th- I thought that was such a to put everything on one plate. Yes, that by the end of it, it's just going to question. Yeah, it was. Who sent that in? I made it up. Oh, you did? Yeah, that, that was, was a really fun little question. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I'm smart. No, you're not. Oh, okay. Hi, Kimonjello. In a world of fun. Mission space doesn't fit in. Maybe try Six Flags? Every single trip. Hey, what's your favorite ride? Under construction. Milkshake cookie bar soup with bread service, domes, and cakes. Things I will eat at Disney. So we talk on the show very often about touring the parks uh, as not, you know, saying experts is kind of... uh, Silly to say something like that. Experience. Experience. That's a good way to put it. As experienced park tours, you know, going several times a year for the last, you know, eight years or so. And I am I know that almost everyone who listens to the show is in the same boat, mm-hmm. you know, to where they go pretty often and they know how to tour the parks, whether they picked it up from our show or other shows or online or whatever. Uh, but I thought it'd be a lot of fun to talk about experience in the park as a... Uh, newbie kind of or how not, it would not be really how them. it would be to take somebody who's That's never been more in the park. What we're well kind of talking to, you yeah. know you got to see it through their eyes though too and Megan had had the uh, pleasure of taking her fella to Disney World <laughs> for the first time recently it's true is that right i mean when when was that trip Megan it was it when it wasn't super recently it was um golly it was almost a year ago Wow. Actually, at this point, yeah, but it's vivid in my mind. I'm sure. I, I know I had a lot of fun following along on your trip. Yeah. On well, Twitter. Sure that. Not in person, not like a stalker. Yeah. <laughs> That's who that was. So uh-huh. can, can we start before the trip? Yeah. So had he been at all prior? He had never been to Disney World or any had any Disney experience whatsoever in his life. This actually, as far as he's told me, was his first pleasure vacation in his entire life. No wow, way. that's so sad. Well, I love pleasure yeah. vacations. <laughs> <laughs> he would like go away for weekends or whatnot, but never like went away for a week to just enjoy himself. That's I, I need to do that like six times a year, otherwise I still shrivel up and die. Yeah, well, I've, I've, you know, pretty much encouraged him to yeah. <laughs> do that and take me with him from now on. Nice. But <laughs> so, did he? Was he cool with the whole thing, or was he freaked out he at was, all? He was not only so cool. He knew that I loved Disney World, mm-hmm. and he knew that knew that I wanted to go. And actually, it was his mom who apparently called him up, gave him some of the money for the trip, and said, "Take her to Disney World." Oh, <laughs> that's awesome! She's a keeper. She yeah. is a keeper. I absolutely love that woman. Not just for that, but that was a really good reason, right? <laughs> That's awesome. But right. it was essentially his and her idea. Uh, yeah. It wasn't me. It was just me, like, talking about, you know, experiences I had had. And they were just like, yeah, let's go. Except uh-huh. for she- <laughs> So that was pretty great. Now, was he skeptical? Did he have a preconceived notion of Disney World prior to the trip, you know, as a lot of adults have? You know, that it's maybe going to be a whole bunch of kids running amok everywhere and not a lot for adults to do did he have any ideas like that 
Well, I think he did before he met me. Right. Because, I mean, my personality is such that that would not be something I would enjoy. Exactly. Right. Uh, so <laughs> you? I, I think that, yes. I hate children. So. Uh, that's, that, no, no, that's I'm ruining our um, No. He, he, I had gone by myself uh, after we had first started dating. And, I mean, I had planned it before we actually had met. And right. I was, and I, you know, I went down and I came back. Um uh, actually had gone down to do a uh, run Disney event uh-huh. with my little brother, but I went for a week by myself first, uh-huh. which by the way, if you have a chance to go by yourself, it's awesome. I want to. It and Andrew kind of went by himself. No, I toured the parks by myself, but I was on a trip with Adam. But he did not really enjoy himself. No, not so much. He said you do kind of have to plan for going by yourself, if that makes any sense, like to know, right. like yourself, know what would you know, would make you sad, would make you happy kind of thing. Right. And I planned a lot of things for myself that I knew I would enjoy and maybe <laughs> would not want someone with me. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yes. Uh, but so he knew that I was into it and he knew that I like, I was not like a crazy wish that I was like longing looking at some family with three kids kind of person. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, so, think, I think that would be the hardest thing with bringing somebody new in general was convincing them beforehand or washing away their preconceived notions that they might have. I know that. Yeah, which is I, go ahead, totally Megan. That, right? It's to, and it's fairly valid. Like, why would anybody who didn't know right. think that would be a place to go that you don't go to bring your kids? Right? Yeah, no, totally. I was going to say, I, uh, I work, you know, with a lot of clients as a hairdresser or whatever, a lot of, you know, young ladies, and I'll be talking to them. And if it comes up naturally, I'll mention, oh, I'm going to Disney World. And the kind of quizzical look that they give give me, like, what are you going to Disney World for? You know, like, oh, that's, they'll be like, oh, that's fun. But what do you do there? And I say, well, I mean, among other things, you know, among like the attractions and all that, I do find time to relax and lay down and, you know, lay by the pool. Yeah, Mm -hmm. being in a beautiful resort is awesome no matter where the beautiful resort is. Exactly. And I don't think that a lot of adults fully understand how immersive and immense and diverse Disney World is yeah. as far as those kind of fun activities that mm. you can have, you know? It doesn't, I mean, I've gone with people who, when we were pretty early on, we went with friends of ours, Bob and Laura, who right. had gone once before. So they, I mean, they kind of knew what they were getting into. But even, I hung out with them last weekend and they were just like, oh, we got to go to Disney World again. Like, it was so much fun to go with you guys because you know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice, I think, probably to go with somebody who kind of knows their way around but not be like, stuck with them if that makes any sense sure sure yeah uh, and another thing that the fella and i planned was days or at least not the not entire days but parts of the day where we would just kind of go by ourselves wow uh, to different places that's awesome and yeah he was he what was he what what kind of things did he want to do by himself not knowing stuff down there he and we actually in both and any case when we did that we both kind of wandered around world showcase separately <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> he loves mexico like to the point where there doesn't need to be anything else in disney world <laughs> no way that's awesome nice that he just uh, we moved. must have gone on grand fiesta tour like 600 times <laughs> he's so awesome he's awesome he is someone who awesome. someone who could appreciate grand fiesta tour their first time out that's special that's special that's the kind of kind of ironic love that it normally takes like Quite a few multiple trips to, really visits love to appreciate. It. 
he's uh, he's pretty great. But we we did that, and uh, when we separated, I did the um, the wine tour. Do you know that thing where oh, you go? Sure. To, mm-hmm. Yeah, to Germany, Italy, and France. And I've never done that. Is that great? It's. I mean, it's it's not really a tour. It's like you go and you get. Two pours in Germany, two pours in France, and two pours in Italy. Yeah, well, well that's not that order because that would be crazy. Did they do a beer <laughs> one? Um, no, I don't no. know. I, I only know of the wine one, but yeah, there's not a beer one as far as I know. I don't think so. But it was. I mean, it was enjoyable because you know you get. I mean, they're not going to be like the craziest, most amazing wines in the world, but you do get to try right. different things and right. just sit down and kind of people watch, which I love to do, especially in Epcot. Going back to going back to like the reasoning for you guys sort of splitting up, you know, a couple times during this trip, I think that's a good idea for a new person at Disney World to kind of find something special for themselves and so, like find something to latch onto as like a personal like memory. You know what yeah. I mean? Like for him it might have been like, oh, I really loved Grand Fiesta tour and Mexico Pavilion in general, and that probably like germinates in his mind a little bit. You we know. talk about it all the time. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yes, yes. Like, we'll just be sitting at dinner and he'll say, hey, hey, remember when we went to Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, my God. He's the same obsession with our as our nephew, Adam. Oh, yeah. We have a little, little four-year-old nephew who's obsessed with the, the uh, Grand Fiesta tour. He calls it Happy Chappies. Isn't that oh, adorable? Isn't that so cute? That's, he doesn't know the name of the ride. He calls it Happy Chappies. Happy Chappies. But when Jenna takes him there, we have to loop it. Oh, they have to loop it seven billion times. Yeah, they love it. And you can. Yeah, yes. you totally can. It's great. You used to be able to bring open margaritas on that ride. Yeah, it was pretty fantastic. Yeah. Oh, they, that's another thing we do. <laughs> margaritas? Well, um, we, we played a game. Uh, we actually, when we went down, we split our trip between... Uh-huh. Um, Port Orleans Riverside, uh-huh. which was a place to stay. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Boardwalk, which uh, is was awesome because, again, we love Epcot so much. Yeah. We're actually staying there again. Oh, that's great. And, and we just we just walked to Mexico, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you wake up from a nap and you text him, where are you? I'm on Grand Fiesta. T- Fiesta oh, yes, that's actually a thing that happened. No, <laughs> no, stop it. No, it totally did because I went for a, I went for a run, oh. and he was for, he went for a nap, and I came back from my run, and he wasn't there. I looked at my phone, and he was in Mexico. <laughs> I think wow. that's the best thing that I've ever See, heard. Like, in my life. yeah, like I don't think either one of us would go into a park without the other one, except for the situation where Andrew did because he had no choice. Right, it's hard. It's hard because uh, the resort that we stay at, Animal Kingdom Lodge, is so disconnected from mm-hmm. uh, every other park other than Animal Kingdom. Mm. And we do have a rental car, and you can't really walk there. And I don't, you know, I'm not going to take the bus if I don't have to. So we, we have so much trouble managing between time at the resort and time in the parks that it would like I don't can't see it ever happening where I would be like, right. I'm going to go back to a park. Yeah, it's super. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why it worked for us, especially because he was so new to the whole idea of it, right? right? And we're a little older than you guys, so oh, um, it was a new thing. Who's, who's a little older, Megan? I'm 31. Oh, I remember when I was 31. <laughs> Adam's older than you. I'm almost 35. I'm almost 35 myself. There you go. There you go. That's right. <laughs> and Bella is not that much older than I am. <laughs> That's okay. At least Jamie and Keith aren't on the show. Yes. They're, they're, they're like the crypt keepers. Yes. Yeah, they have kids who are in their 30s. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm actually their eldest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. 
What so what what other lessons as far as I uh, as far as did you have to sort of accommodate the fella in any specific way that you normally wouldn't have touring by yourself? Uh, like were there, was there different situations where like he needed to go back to the resort because he was getting worn out from the park or like overwhelmed or I don't know. Just did you have to change how you toured based on him being a new uh new person to Disney World. Well, like a little bit, but these were things that I was willing to do and I figured I would have to do ahead of time. Like right. when we would go to rope drop Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. um, like his concession was to get up early and go rope drop Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So we spent, you know, we watched the uh, the opening show and then we, you know, we walked onto Space Mountain and we did like six rides in an hour because right. you can do that. Right. And then he started to get tired and we actually had, um, this was when they were testing it, but we had um, fast passes for Be Our Guest, but we didn't, we didn't do it. We just right. left and went to Polynesian and just walked around there because he was ready to, you know, he was ready to go and right. I wasn't ready to go and that was our kind of... That's, that's good though. Yeah. You know, that, I mean, that's, that's only fair. And that's the kind of thing that, you know, you have to do with anyone, you know, let alone a first time tourer. But I could see, I could see somebody who's gone for the first time sort of getting sick of it in a way that somebody who has such a love for the Magic Kingdom would not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I could sit at the Magic Kingdom, you know. For an entire day. Well, I mean, one, you got to know the person you're going with. I mean, that's first. But right. most, I'd say the majority of people are going to connect with the kind of bigger, more popular attractions first. Sure. And I think that would be tough because we tend to ride some of the sillier things more than we do like the Space Mountains or the Big Thunder Mountains. Right. Not that we don't, but you would really, I would feel the need to focus on those. To keep them yeah, which I, I did, but we were lucky because we were we had gone at such a non busy time. So actually, our first day at the Magic Kingdom was our first day there, mm-hmm. um, which was obviously we didn't rope drop that day. Right. Uh, so we got there at like three, mm-hmm. uh, which I was expecting it to be mobbed, but there was like us and like three other people. <laughs> nice, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. So when it got dark, we went and rode Dumbo, and we walked on to Dumbo. Nice. And then we were like, well, as long as we're a new fantasy land, let's go to Barnstormer because, yes. again, we're the only people there. And so we ran around and did it three times. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. See, that's like one of the funnest things. I have to say, like, I wish I went with somebody who knew the parks the first time because I would never have gone on any of those things. But you know what I did was I messed up first because I we got there and I hadn't really planned for that first day. And that's a mistake. You need to plan a little bit for the first day, especially with somebody new because I was like, let's – because I had – Fast passes because it was we were in the train like the testing for the fast uh-huh. pass, so I had some, uh-huh. but it was they still kind of effed up a little bit. Uh, so we did a couple things, and one of them was the railroad, which for the for a first timer who's right. older, and they're they're like, wow, this is awful. <laughs> right, it can seem kind of lame. Yeah. You know? And then, you know, we did that, and then we kind of walked around, and I'm like, well, let's go to Splash Mountain, and then we actually had a fast pass for that I didn't tell him about. We, we walked onto that because of that, and right. he was like, this is the best thing in the world. Right. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's a really good point. The first thing that they experience that's should exact- be catered to the person. That's what exactly what I was saying. Very like, much I would so. feel like I would have to be very careful about that. Right. Like, we could walk in the park, and our first attraction will be something ridiculous, like Peter Pan, that someone who is like older 
like, or somebody so, new like might just not right. appreciate right. and be like, why did you take me on this child ride? Definitely. But if you think it's somebody who likes thrill rides, for instance, like Space Mountain might be the thing that sets off the spark yeah. that they just well, love. You, you, you know? want to make them happy right off the get-go so exactly. that way everything else kind of falls in line. Where right. if you, you start off bad, it's sometimes hard to recover. Like risky, risky attractions, Carousel of Progress, <laughs> Tiki Birds, Country Bear Jamboree, anything from, you know... yeah. The Although late sixties uh, and early seventies, with the my particular fellow's disposition, Carousel of Progress was like the most amazing thing in the entire world. Right, and that's yes. what I'm saying is you got to kind of cater it to yeah, certain but, people. Yeah, but exactly. you guys are more artsy for sure. Right, our apartment is mid century. Like, right. yeah, <laughs> he probably loves it then. He thought it was amazing, but yeah. he also he also liked the pacing. He likes it a little bit slower. Yes, which a lot of like if I took my family there like my parents or something oh they would have hated they would just it. be like what the hell is this why would you take me on this but that's what he liked about splash mountain because it's not just the splash mountain it's eight minutes of just kind of going throughout you know yeah, yeah i mean obviously that's what makes it awesome but yeah so i think that's so let's call that main tip number one oh Fine, we're only now on tip like. number one i don't know i didn't know we were making I a think list. main tip why not Come up with a Let's list. Let's go, go with a main tip. Yeah, so cater, you, cater, cater the first. Cater the first day to the person. Yes. Yeah. Which I, which also I didn't do as well because I figured he would like Epcot the most, which he did. But based on where, how our resort stay was split, I wanted to leave Epcot till when we were in an Epcot resort. Right. Um, mm. And well, that's he, did, he just dreams about going back on Spaceship Earth. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, Spaceship Earth is the best. Oh, so he did kind of catch the bug a little bit. Oh, he he's, he not only picked that trip, he said that we should go on one again. It was not my decision. Oh, you you got it. You you yeah, I think you won him over. That's great. I sure did. Well, Disney World won him over. I just put him in the right direction. That's awesome. Yeah. But now what about resorts and stuff? Um, with resorts, as if you're taking a first timer who's not seven, yeah. you want to <laughs> You want them, you want to find the resort that's going to meet their needs and you got to, you, if you're taking somebody, right, you know them mm -hmm. probably at least a little bit. And again, because I knew that I figured he would like Epcot, I wanted to stay at Epcot Resort, but we couldn't find more than four nights in a row, in a row, right. in Epcot Resort. So I was like, uh, all right, let's just find somewhere beforehand. So I went and I just picked uh, Riverside because I had never been there before, which may have been a mistake. Um, it's fine that <laughs> there's not like, it's not anything to write home about. We both found like things to bond about it, like the, how the, um, the plantation feel was yeah. incredibly creepy to both of us. Yeah, nice. totally. Like it was like, wow, this is disturbing. Yeah. Well, you were really smart in going there. Like, I guess this is kind of going against what we said earlier, but it's nice to kind of step up and end your vacation at the nicer resort. Yeah, that that I'm, I am glad that that happened. I would never go down. Like right. I would never never level down on your hotel. Like that would be. It's a bummer. It's, yeah, you want to end it on a bang. We yeah. we did that once. We ended up like off site somewhere. Uh, that was not our fault though. It wasn't during like presidents. We oh, it was the, the worst. No, it's yeah. We randomly a added two nights to our vacation. Oh, it's horrible. But we weren't. We were supposed to be with my sister, who was also there, and then her, one of her kids got really sick. And I just didn't want to be around. And sick his kids. Andrew's sister was staying off site because all the rooms were so expensive because it was President President's Week weekend, really. And, I mean, your uh, kids were tied, but I could see how that 
be kind of awful. Anyway, was, we ended up off property. It was the worst. But we had we, but it was we were there for like almost two and a half weeks. So it was pretty that, awesome. That was the only time. That was the only trip we've ever stayed off property, and it was only for it was only for one night. It was like, one don't night. Don't get me wrong. And we like flew out the next morning. Like it was really not much of anything. But that was awful. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would say, especially if it's an adult guest. Again, I think cater the hotel towards your guest. Like, carefully. And I think as far as deluxe resorts, you really can. Like, they're so diverse as yeah. far, you know, because there are probably adults who've never been to Disney World who would really get a kick out of, like, say, Grand Floridian. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's some people say it's fussy, but I think it's adorable. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's super adorable. Plus, it has a beautiful spa, tons mm-hmm. of amenities. If you're the kind of person who really pampers themselves on vacation... Mm. You know, like that could really win somebody over. But I mean, even budgety, I mean, even the moderates, pick the right moderate if you're going to do a moderate. Yeah, that's a little bit trickier, but I think it's definitely, you know, you could do it, I think. The theming at Coronado yeah. is super charming, you know, and could win certain people over. Yeah. Uh, Caribbean gets a lot of flack, but I think it's I think it's kind of nice because they have the um, the ambient music is just all that. Steel drums kind of stuff. I do think that is charming. I don't love the resort, though. No. That's, well, it's enormous. We right, stayed there once, and then we ran away. Yeah, we did. We stayed there one night, and it wasn't my favorite. <laughs> I guess I could have given it a better shot other than one night. We were in a Nemo room, and it was, oh, my God. <laughs> it They had plastic all- Nemo toys that weren't even licensed in the room. Well, that's awful. <laughs> it really was. It was like a fake... Nemo well, your choices China. there are like a Nemo room and a pirate room, so your choices are limited between bad and awful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but oh I just like the look of the resort on the outside. Right, right, right. Yeah. It, it's it, right. It's not bad, and it does have that nice body of water. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I like bodies of water. Yeah, but I guess if, if I were to pick um, a moderate resort to take somebody to, I've never been to Coronado, so I can't speak to that. I would say probably. Um, uh, French Quarter. French yeah. Quarter is amazing. Yeah, because it, it is a little bit more quaint. It's so mm-hmm. quaint. Um, it has a nice feel to it. Yeah. So what about food? Yeah, that's did, a good... Did you do like a lot of sit-down dining and stuff like that? We did, we did a couple a couple restaurants. I wanted to um, spread it out because we like eating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which makes us different from most humans, I guess. <laughs> that's so weird. I hate it. It's the worst. <laughs> we in, we enjoy dining and we enjoy wine. So um, I on, we only went to I want to say I think we only went to two signature restaurants. We went to California Grill, mm-hmm. um, and we went to Artist Point. Nice. Those oh. are those are great. Those are good choices, though. See now, do you think it's worthwhile to like spend the extra money? Maybe only do two, but do signature dining versus like more ragtaggy. Yeah, absolutely. Like little sit But down. again, I think that you Depends would really have to, yeah, you'd yeah. have to cater that to the person. Because I know a lot of people who, not, not that they're not into food, you know what I mean, but maybe they just don't feel like sitting and having a, a kind of stuffy meal. Not that those right. are stuffy particular, but you also want to dress up a little bit when you well, go. Some people aren't restaurant food. people. Right, some people aren't restaurant people. Yeah. Or, or they want more of a rollicking good time, you know, like they want... A more upbeat. Well, we've learned like Andrew's dad, Larry, who we love. Larry, you're the best. He's probably listening. He is the best. Um, I feel like I get the impression we've dragged him to some expensive restaurants, and he's just kind of like whatever about it. Right. It's not as bad. I don't think he necessarily loves them. But he loves like beer garden. 
Right, like beer garden's so much fun. Like right up his alley. So like, you know, you just got to kind of learn what people like, but... Yeah, know what they enjoy and then cater that part of the trip to them. Right. And I know that the fella and I both enjoy having a nice dinner and mm -hmm. also taking a break from the parks, especially if it's somebody's first time, mm. isn't such a bad thing. And if you're going to go back and shower and put on your nice clothes and go right. out, that feels good. It feels it's so good. Yes. I yeah. love doing that. I would not recommend, I mean, I guess it depends on the person again, but I would never recommend doing like those 13 hour days in the parks with people unless you really know they could handle it. Mm -hmm. You would get so burnt out, you know? That's an easy way to teach somebody to hate the parks. Yeah, like if somebody dragged me there and then made me stay in the Magic Kingdom from open to close, I would hate it. And be like, this is the way... Because you, know, you wouldn't even know better, so you'd assume that this person knows what they're doing and this is how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. Well, it's the only way it could be efficiently done and that would make me want to die. Yeah, and the other thing we did with the with the restaurants, by the way, was we picked uh, restaurants that were in resorts other than that we were staying at, so yeah. we would have a chance to see other ones. Yes, that's always fun. That's very so, cool. Now, going into what we what you were just saying, because you also mentioned that you went to the Polynesian, mm -hmm. kind of explored that a little. Did he understand like why that was part of the agenda, like like going into it? Because I again, I don't think people understand the extremity of Disney World. You know what I mean? Like how many resorts there are and how they're each themed individually. Did he get that they were going to be so diverse? I don't think he did. I mean, he's heard me speak like a million times, but right. I don't think he got that that was like everything was so different. Right. different. Like there's a stark contrast between totally. um, the contemporary and the Polynesian, even right. though you could see one from the other one. And that's so much fun to explore. And well, I think for somebody well, who's more... Yeah, we'll Somebody who's more like art driven or like thinks about aesthetics in their own personal life, they might get something out of that. You know what I mean? Mm. Like they might really love visiting the resorts. Yeah, and that was that was the other thing we did because we again going at a less crowded time was helpful. Right. Uh, because we didn't feel like we were wasting time when we were uh, exploring resorts, and um, we didn't really explore Port Orleans because. Not much to explore there. I went for a run, and it was just like the same thing all over the place. Mm -hmm. Even though, like, what, like Magnolia Bend and Alligator Bayou were very, very different, they were just kind of the same thing with a different facade. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's how the moderates are. Like the main, the only thing to really explore is kind of the main area, the pool area, which the, we did. And the, where the rooms are, yeah, they're kind of the same. But the nice thing about that particular resort is you can get on the boat and go down to downtown Disney, and that little river boat trip is actually quite lovely. That is a charming yeah. little boat. The boats ride. are great. It was it was super fun, and finding those little things that aren't necessarily, you know, waiting in line for an attraction are important to like showing that it's not just these parks. Yeah, you definitely just, form an attachment to those kind of things. Yeah. But so did he, was he cool with just following you around or was he ever like, why are we going over to this resort right now when I'm tired and want to go take a nap? <laughs> he was for the most part, uh, like willing to kind of do what I had planned. Like I, I, I normally plan like by spreadsheet. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. Uh, and I had to let that go. And that was a little difficult for me because my personality is not like that at all. Yeah. But. It worked because, you know, I love him and I want to make him happy. Right. But also, um, I wanted to make sure that we were having a, a, a lovely time together. And also that that separating for a little bit was really helpful for that. Yes. Um, 
Right. And I could do my, even though at that time I didn't, but then I could do my commanded touring if I really wanted to. Mm. And then yeah. he could sit by the pool if he really wanted to. Not that I would never do that, but, you know, if, as long as we were still uh, in contact with each other or meeting up later, it was, it was great. Like, it wasn't for more than two or three hours at a time, but sometimes that break, um, we spend, we live together, right? We spend every moment at home that when we're home together, together, but usually during the week we're at work. We don't normally spend 24 hours next to each right? other. That's so a really good point. is a lot to ask. Yes. We've, and we've learned that lesson like kind of over the years too. Well, we have this kind of strategy. Well, the thing is we do spend an awful lot of time together. You know what I mean? Like besides work, you know what I mean? But like outside of work, we pretty much. No, we do. We, and we spend more time together than I think most couples that we know. I think so. But it is, that's a big difference because in our day to day lives, we have eight hours apart five days a week you know what i mean when we're at work at disney world we're together all constantly so we kind of devise a situation where when we do go back to the resort mm -hmm. that's when we split up for even if it's just for like an hour or two yeah that's yeah. all we really need and it's normally like angie wants to go take photos and that kind of annoys me to be a part so of adam takes a nap so i go and take a nap and enjoy my room but you know what megan has inspired me and when you're napping i'm going to the park no that you can't do i am i'm doing no. it I didn't I want to really. cause a rift here, guys. No, you no he really it. could. Because honestly, like, he really, really needs to take photos for the blog and stuff, which I don't take part in because he doesn't use my photos anyway. He's a bad photographer. I am. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> and that's fine. I have no interest in it. Right. And then when he's taking photos, I'm like, kind of like, come on. I'm doing it. This trip, whatever. On this vacation, I'm going to a park when you're going to take a nap. That's fine. I'm doing it. But I would like rather like sit by the pool and take a nap on a lounge chair and then go up to the room and take a nap in the room and then go downstairs and get some Diet Coke and some Zebra Domes. It is very hard for me to give up nap time and like laying by the pool time. Yeah. And then go take a nap on the rocking chair. <laughs> well, sometimes he would explore the resort while I took a nap as well. Yeah. Right. And the, I mean, for me, naps are essential with Disney because it sucks the energy out of me, that it hot really Florida does. sun. That, that midday nap, man. I say midday, it's more like two o'clock. Yeah. It's so good. Oh my God. It really, it changes everything. Like if I don't take it, I'm destroyed that evening. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. What else? Counter services, things like that. He was obviously cool with. Yeah. Well, oh, oh I almost, did I, did I tell you the margarita trick? The margarita game? No. no. We, uh, I said we were staying at Boardwalk, and they had there's a margarita stand. So what we yes. would do is we'd get a margarita and see if we could finish it by the time we got to Epcot. <laughs> oh, by the time you got to Epcot or by the time you got to Mexico? Epcot. Epcot, because they won't let you in. <laughs> That's like 35 feet. Yeah, no, it was, <laughs> that was intense. I feel like you would get, like, like brain freeze. Yeah, we'd get brain freeze, but have to start walking really slowly. That's the best game ever. Or you could you could put it in a turvis tumbler. You guys were splitting them. We're splitting one, right? Not two no. different margaritas. Two different margaritas. <laughs> oh my god! Are you crazy? We'll see. Yeah, we have the refillable mug from the other resort. You can just dump it in there. It's fine. Yes, that is my. That's a, that's an awesome game. I'm gonna come up with a game like that too. We don't do and that because I don't drink. No, I'm going to do it myself. I'll drink two of them myself. Then he'll, do it with the milk. He'll projectile oh, vomit God. by the time we walk through whatever, that international gateway. I don't vomit. Margarita's making All right, vomit. any last, uh, last thoughts on taking somebody new to Disney World? Just do it and have as much fun as you can. Um, but don't 
the expectations need to be mitigated for everybody. Yeah. Now what I have, I have one last question for just for everybody kind of, what would you do in a situation where you bring somebody new and you've hyped up Disney world so much and then it kind of falls flat and the person doesn't seem to be enjoying it. What do you do? I think that's why you need to find Disney has something for everyone. It really Disney world. Right. Like mm-hmm. you could always, cause someone either people either tend to like to eat or drink or both where they like rides or they like to relax and you could do all those things. Like right. as long as you're staying at a nice resort or at least a decent resort, you could do any of those things. But even if you're not, you can, you can go to a resort and explore and look around you just need to find the thing. If someone looks absolutely miserable, right. You, you're, if you're taking somebody, you're probably close enough to them to be like, what's up? What right. can we do? Um, yeah. What would make you happy right now? If they right. say leaving, then you've got to find something right away that's very different from what you've been doing. And it's right. just, just totally possible. I'm not a sports person, right. but if, if I wanted to go to the ESPN complex to make somebody happy, I would do it. Right. Yeah, I guess there, there definitely is something for everyone. And as I would be hard-pressed to find one person who wouldn't enjoy walking around World Showcase. You know what I mean? I think that's kind yeah. of like the the median like, yeah, ground. Yeah, I think the biggest concern would be that like they weren't into the parks. Mm-hmm. But then like chances are if they're the kind of person who doesn't want to like go on rides, they're probably the kind of person that wants to like t- likes a vacation where they sit on a beach or like go by sit by a pool or whatever. And you could definitely find that. And you could just so you could just like do the parks for 2 hours here and there and then just do a lot of relaxation time, which is fun also. So, Or even find some of the attractions that aren't necessarily rides. Like, um, animal. if you're not a ride person, even though there are great rides at Animal Kingdom, Animal mm-hmm. Kingdom is so different from the others. Yeah. It's probably um, one of my favorite places in the world, not meaning Walt Disney World, but, like, right. in the world. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you can just, like, just stroll around and, like, look at things, and it's awesome, and that's a different kind of vacation. 100%. Somebody who's not enjoying Magic Kingdom would love Animal Kingdom, mm-hmm. I think. But yeah. likewise, some people just really, like, my mom was not into it, and she was, like, against it kind of when, before we went. She just didn't like it. And then, like, wouldn't even, like, try to like any of it. You know, so sometimes I think you're just going to, you know, hit that roadblock, well, and that's it. If somebody's just against it because it's Disney or whatever for some reason, right. you know what? There's, there's just, with you every that. Time. Yeah, yeah she's, that. she's just, my mom, for example, is just not the kind of person who would be into any of that stuff. Right. Like, she just doesn't like anything. She doesn't... <laughs> the only thing she likes to do is dance and gamble. She does. And seriously. And she likes Pinot Grigio oh, Pinot Grigio, smoking. Smoking. Pinot Grigio with ice and a straw. And smoking. Yeah. And dancing. Your mom is my favorite person in the world. Yeah. That's it. And which, so, I mean, that's kind of with her and my stepdad do, because that's what they like. You know, as they go out dancing every weekend, and they go to Atlantic City every three weeks. No, there are ways, I mean, there are ways to find like things that they would like, but if it's not a thing that they enjoy, then you what you know what you found that out and you take somebody else. Yeah, but that's the thing. I feel like you could have appeased your mom, like if you had taken her to like Jelly Rolls. I feel yeah, like, like would have thought that was so. If cool. it was, yeah, if it had just been like me, you, her, and Bill, or right. something like that, we probably could have focused it more. But this was kind of a family trip, and you're dragging a bunch of people around. I think that also goes to say that this episode is kind of geared towards you're taking a, a significant other, a friend, right. like one or two people. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Going with 
a family of eight or ten is a horrible is idea, a horrible idea do in it. every way, shape, or form. like a nightmare. I would yeah. never. It's I a nightmare. We, it is the fucking worst. The closest we ever came was leading my family around World Showcase, which ended up being so That much was fun. fun because we just did World Showcase, and the, the rest of the time, we would like separate, and then right. we'd meet up by the pool at Animal Kingdom Lodge because right. they were also staying there, that was and the that was great. the thing we ever got to it, and that, that actually ended up being kind of wonderful. Yeah, but, but you know, again, we took space from each other. That was my whole family. Yeah, it was crazy. But you, because you cannot yeah. spend every minute with someone no, that's without horrible. wanting to stab them in the face. <laughs> as much right. as I love you, I think that I think that does it. That was pretty pretty informative. Yeah, I think so. I think so, Adam. Yeah, I believe so. Perfect. Thanks for listening to this ridiculous episode of the Disney Hipster Podcast. If you want to read our daily blog post, please go to DisneyHipsters.com. Follow us on Twitter at DisneyHipsters. We're also on Instagram.com slash DisneyHipsters. And uh, we're finishing up our Disney World vacation as you're listening to this. We'll come back tomorrow. Uh, We're coming back tomorrow, which sucks. So please uh, tweet your condolences at DisneyHipsters. You can find Megan at, is it still Megan? It is Go Team Megan on Twitter. She's a she's a comedian and very very funny. Yes, and and do, are you doing anything that you could plug anytime in the future? Uh, I don't think uh, after this show comes out. All right. All right, all right. There you go. Talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.